Hello, 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 and welcome to the Ball and All of Podcast. My name is Mpomutlani, and I am the host and producer and creator of the Ball and All Podcast, which is a podcast where I talk all things basketball and um and everything else that comes around it um we've spoken about the basketball africa league we've spoken about the nba season last year last season's nba season that's ended we touched on a bit of the wnba in and around the nba talk and then now obviously we've gone through the olympics and i took a bit of a break in that period now we're back with the second half of the wnba and that is what i'm going to be talking about all things wnba we're in the second half of the season um, all the teams are racing their way to the 32-game mark where they will then figure out whether they are going to make it and play in the playoffs or uh, they're going to go home a little bit early. And so we're in that part. Um, the interesting thing about it was that because we had an Olympic break, some teams obviously got some of their injured players back, i.e. the Sparks getting Neko Gumike, uh, the Mystics getting Elena Della Don back in. She hasn't played since her MVP season. She had a multiple back injury. She played a second game uh, of two last night, um, scored about 17 points in that first game. And then in the second game, um, she's uh, she, she scored about 11 points, but then didn't play that many minutes in that game for the Washington Mystics. But yeah, so we're back in. Teams are, are setting themselves up. The first thing that I want to just um, have a look at, and then we'll, we can discuss as we go along, um, is the standings. And then I'll just give you a, a rundown of what of what it, of what it looks like for now. As you can see, the Sun, ha the Aces and the Storm have qualified for the playoffs. They are um, above uh, pretty much, uh, they're close to 700 uh, percentage of their games won, um, followed by the Lynx, uh, the Minnesota Lynx, the Phoenix Mercury, the Chicago Sky at 500. It's interesting to see that half of the teams are 500 and above and half are 500 and below. Um, from a percentage perspective, you've got the Wings, the Liberty, um, the Sparks, uh, as well as the Mystics, who are playing for those final two players. But you can assume that the Chicago Sky being one and a half games away from the Wings and essentially three games away from the Mystics, they probably have booked their spot into the into the playoffs along with the team, uh, the two teams above them. However, the, there are eight teams that go to the uh, WNBA playoffs. So position seven and eight are going to be hotly contested with teams going uh, towards the back end. You can see, obviously, the Dream and the Fever. The Dream started the season well. They're now at the bottom. The Mystics having some interesting issues. Obviously, Emma Messerman deciding not to come back. She didn't play the first half of the season, but did play for Belgium at the Olympic Games. But she's decided not to play in this um in the back end of the of the WNBA she's chosen to take a break remember she had a year full european season before coming to the so it's going to be quite interesting to see how elena deladon my maisha hines allen kind of work around that to try and get themselves up the sparks one of the best defensive teams top five defensive team in the league only problem is that they can't score uh, they're just struggling on the offensive. Neka Ogumike is now finally back. Chenea is back there at full fitness. Can they make a run? That's going to be quite interesting to see. So, too, the Liberty. The Liberty need to make a run to kind of stave off the chasing pack of the Sparks and the Mystics. The Wings themselves trying to get themselves back up there. They've had a lot of injuries. Satu Sabali's out. Uh, Chelsea Dungeach um, and, and, and Charlie Collier also unavailable. So, they're just also trying to figure their way out here. The Chicago Sky also quite fully fit, and you can see Ali Quigley had an incredible game 
um, in the last one where she was just shooting threes from everywhere. So this is where the standings are. This is what the WNBA looks like for now. This past week, we had um, the players of the week, Brittany Griner. Uh, she, um, well, she scored 26 points against the New York Liberty the night before, but she's averaged 20 points per game, 10 rebounds, and four assists. John Quell Jones of the Connecticut Sun, who has been such a strong defensive presence for them, very strong also offensively for them. She averaged 18.7 points per game, 14.7 rebounds, and a three and a half assists as well. So it's quite um, important and quite uh, very good uh, for them. Um, well, for John Cole Jones and the Connecticut Sun, who are fighting the Aces for one and two in the in the league. Remember, number one and number two um, automatically get a bye in the first round of the playoffs, and then three will play eight, four will play seven, five will play six for uh, to to qualify for the next. So the top three, it's not over. There's still a lot to play for in in that, and so that's going to be quite interesting to see. But what I wanted to chat about today was the playoff push. Um, for these uh, teams, remember you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like the video if you like it. Um, subscribe and click the notification bell to be notified when we go live the next time. Um, you can also follow and subscribe to me, follow me on Twitter at Mpomareki. Um, Yeah, so now let's look at the playoff push. Uh, what I've done is that there are teams have about nine games left right now in the WNBA. Oh, well, there's one team that has nine, there's one team that has six, but everyone's hanging around six and seven games. So just wanted to look and, and give you like a strength of schedule so you can then understand what the what the uh, permutations are and, and where they will be um, going forward. Um, so let me just put up the remaining fixtures. Um, if you look at the remaining fixtures, you can see what I've done here is that the teams that are in green are the teams that are below 500, and that gives you a higher probability of winning each team, a higher probability of winning. The team that's on 500, that's in, in gold, that's Chicago, they're at 500. You can just figure out whether you wanna where you want to put them. And then the teams that are in red um, are the teams that are uh, that are above 500. The teams green are the teams below 500, so you have a high probability of winning against them. And the teams that are above 500 and also the ones in orange, are the teams that you have a lower probability of winning. So you can kind of see which teams have harder fixtures going forward. Just want to bring you to your attention to that Dallas Wings, New York Liberty, Alice Sparks, and the Mystics. If you look at how they are looking there, the four teams who are probably going to be fighting it out for those final two spots in the playoffs. Um, the Wings are uh, half a game above the Liberty. The Liberty are half a game above the Sparks. And the Sparks are half a game above the Mystics. So you lose a game, you could find yourself in the playoff spots, win a game, you could also find yourself pulling away or uh, jumping some other teams. If you look at the Wings, the Wings have uh, the next three fixtures for the Wings are very winnable. Then they've got Connecticut, um, the Sun um, at home. And then they play the Liberty again and they finish off with the Sparks, which that's going to be quite an interesting game because it might just be a play-in-esque final game for the two teams, depending on how it goes. But the Wings have the best um, strength of schedule of those of four teams. They only play, um, they only play uh, what is it, two teams that are above 500, and the rest are below 500, Washington, Atlanta twice, the Liberty and the Sparks. That's quite interesting because that kind of says that they are the front runners of getting that number seven spot 
Um, the next one, or even pushing up even further, because if you look at the sky, the sky have five games with teams above 500, and then they finish off with teams below 300. So if they go five and two, um, they could find themselves a little bit in, if they go uh, three and five, three wins and five losses, they could find themselves be caught up by the wings a little bit. But we're not talking about the sky because I think the sky through. Um, but if you look at the Liberty, the Liberty have four teams, play four games with teams above 500. Um, and then they have two below 500. One of those is against Dallas. So that's going to be quite interesting to see how they navigate this portion of the of the season because they're pretty much trying to push off the Sparks and the, and, and the Mystics. The Sparks, who claim that they're fully fit, they look fully fit. They only lost to Connecticut last night by four points. Uh, they struggled to, to contain John Cole Jones my, and Brianna Jones and my, and, and um, uh, Dioana Bonner. Uh, but uh, the, the, the Sparks are a top five defense. So their only problem is scoring points. And if if, if Nick is going to get back to full fitness and get there, she gives them a chance against these teams above 500. They've got four teams above 500, but three teams below 500. So there are there's, there is a possibility for them to sway some games. I look at that Minnesota game and the uh, Connecticut game at home. Any If it's a versus, it means it's at home. If it's an at, it means it, it's away. So if you look at that Minnesota-Connecticut situation, that could swing in their way after Indiana. You can have like a, a three-game win streak. Uh, the Sparks are coming off of a uh, they they won uh, they won four of the last five and they obviously lost to Connecticut last night so they've won four of the last six so there you can see that they are trending in the right direction in this league. The Mystics on the other hand they um, are, are an interesting team obviously they need to get Elena Deladon in if they can sneak their way into the playoffs that'll be very good. They also have a um, I think they have the third best um, strength of schedule amongst those four. Um, with obviously three teams above 500, four teams above 500. But the thing for them is that they've also got four teams, 500 and below. So they can come out of this thing four and four with a 500 record. That kind of gives them an opportunity. They can also swing some of those games like um, with that final game with Minnesota. If Minnesota have already qualified for the playoffs, they probably might want to rest some players. So um, Washington does have a chance, especially if Elena Deladon comes is 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 fully fully fit to help Maisha Hines Allen uh, to kind of push. Obviously, the question with uh, the Washington is after Maisha Hines Allen and then Elena Deladon, they don't have any match. Obviously, Emma Messerman is is missing, so that's something that they're going to have to try and um, sort out um, as they go on. They just don't have that many games, um, and and so that's a that's a that's a tough one. Um, there's a player, um, Erica Plessons, um, who was who was shooting quite well from three years there for the Mystics, but we're not too sure. But obviously, um, if you look at that, you kind of can give yourselves uh, a, a way. Indiana Fever just got some tough games coming up. Obviously, their playoff bets, uh, playoff playoff um, odds are, are pretty much out. The Atlanta Dream hurt their playoff odds by going on a 0 and 10 run. They've lost their last 10 games. Uh, it's it's just not great. Um, it isn't looking good for a team that started quite well. There were some team issues, uh, some, some infighting there for the Atlanta Dream, a team with obviously new ownership this season. So that's also quite something that, that needs to look at. But if you if you look at the WNBA, honestly, if you look at the top part, um, some of the best teams of the net ratings are the Aces, the Sun, Seattle. Um, they're there. They're up there. But an interesting one is 
Um, the fact that Dallas, uh, Dallas is a positive plus rating. There's seven teams with a positive net rating, and Dallas is one of them. Shows you that they could be a tricky customer going forward, um, and they could win some of those games that were red here. Um, positive because obviously you've got the likes of Erika Ogunbowale who's having an MVP-esque season as a guard. Um, so that's going to be quite uh, cool to watch. And so those are the type of things that um, we were looking out for in the WNBA um, coming through this week. Um, Sylvia Fowles of Minnesota scored a 20-point tw- uh, uh, double-double the other night, which is really good. And then obviously uh, for the Aces, Bill Lambier, the coach, uh, won his 300th game in the WNBA. Remember, he started with the Liberty. He's at the Aces. So everyone's setting themselves up and setting up their store for that final playoff push. Next week, just to have a look um, at next week's uh, games, um, some things that I'll be looking out for, that Phoenix Mercury New York Liberty game will give you uh, an inkling as to where the Liberty are. When they played them the last uh, like two nights ago, the Phoenix Mercury had a 17-0 run at, towards the end of that game. To pretty much close them out, you had um, Brittany Griner, um, Skylar Diggins-Smith, and Diana Taurasi all having 20-point games. Outside of bit Nigel Laney, there isn't much coming from a offensive production coming out of the out of the Liberty. Sabrina Ionescu is not having one of the better seasons here, but it's going to be quite interesting to see if they can pull one back from in that in that uh, baseball style series. The the sky, the Chicago sky, have some really great. A games baseball style series as well. They start off in their, their West Coast tour to Seattle. They play them twice and then they play the Aces. Um, they play the Mercury, then they go and play the Aces in Las Vegas before they finish off with a four game homestand. That's going to be quite interesting to see if they lose these games because they're playing teams above them in the um, in, in the standings, if they lose these games, they will drop into that uh playoff uh bracket there for six and seven. The Sparks play the Sun again. I don't think the Sparks will win this time. I think the Sun um, are a very good team. But the Dallas-Washington Mystics game on Saturday is going to be key for this playoff push. If Dallas wins, they push themselves away and pretty much kind of solidify themselves between them and the Mystics and effectively make it like a three-team tournament. However, the Mystics win. They bring themselves closer and give themselves a boost going into the final two weeks of the season. This, then they go on to play the Connecticut Sun, do the Mystics, which would be quite interesting to see how they uh, come up against a very good uh, front court um, of uh, Brianna Jones, John Cole Jones, and Diawana Bonner against, obviously, Elena Delodon and uh, Maisha Hines Allen. So that's going to be quite interesting to see. And it will test the Mystics' uh, front court defense and interior defense a lot because the Sun are very good inside the paint. You also have. Um, the Sparks playing the Lynx, I think that's a very nice matchy, um, a nice matchup for the, the Sparks of something that they can they can bring in because from a defensive point of view, uh, Minnesota are, are, are sixth um, and, and the Sparks are, are slightly one point better. But from an offensive point of view, there is a massive gap. But with Nika back into this lineup, it could give them something. The bench scoring for this the Sparks team is also something that we need to that they need to try and figure out. Derek Fisher needs to figure out because um, Nia Coffey did quite well the other day, but nobody else kind of helped them, and nobody else also gave production from uh, the starters outside of Neca. Um, and then obviously, um, I think the last one, uh, the last game, I think to watch out for because I'm I'm a big three point fan, and I, I think the Aces are a really good team. The Aces are the number one offensive team and the number two 
defensive team. So that's going to be quite interesting to see how they come up against the the, the Chicago uh, the Chicago Sky. Uh, obviously, Ali Quigney and Courtney Vandersloot are there, as well as Candace Parker. They've so, sort of gotten themselves into a bit of a of a of a good a groove. You know, they also, if you look here, obviously they've they've only got one game win streak, but uh, they won four before they lost. Um, the other night, so they are kind of also pushing their way back into into contention. Um, are the sky? So that's going to be quite interesting to watch. But that those are the fixtures of next week. Enjoy the WNBA. I'll be back in the following week uh, again on Friday to give you a recap of what's going on and update the, the 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 fixtures table to give you a sense of what's what's happening on the court. But do enjoy Brittany Griner's having an incredible period of basketball, Olympic gold medalist enjoying this first week back from from the olympics she's just dominating teams and giving the phoenix mercury some sort of a push um into into that top into those top three spots because that's also something that you need to watch out for but from myself and paul um on the ball on all podcast remember do like subscribe follow me um on twitter where this is posted as well as as well as um as well as put in the notification bell um and subscribe to the youtube channel and we'll be back again for another installment of the of, of, of another installment of the Ball and All podcast where we discuss the WNBA in more depth as we go to the end of the season. There's no NBA basketball, there's no basketball African League. There is Afro basket going on, so I'll give you a little bit of a taste of what's happening next week. I know Angola lost two games, so that's going to be quite uh, interesting to see how Angola navigate this tournament. Uh, but outside of that, have a good often, have a good day, good night, enjoy the fixtures of uh, the WNBA and. For myself and Paul McClane, let's say,